The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Belly and up to the nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. That's Hannah. Hey. All right, and and we're finally like I'm back from my trip. I put together the last show in a hotel room along the side of I seventy, just outside of Wheeling, West Virginia, in St. Clairsville, Ohio. Yeah, you guys had a we had a rough vacation had a, yeah, at had the a, end. Kind of a doozy at the it end. It was a doozy at the end. It was a doozy. Basically, I was in town for the episode before Easter. The episode right after Easter Sunday with Father Paul, I did in advance because we were away in Clearwater Beach. Uh-huh. And then the intention was to get home on the next Sunday. And I, I figured, you know, I might not put this show together and get it out till Tuesday anyway, one way or another. I kind of figured we'd just delay it a day. And I put it out, and then, but I'd be home and finish that show up. What happens is, right at the end of the trip, my wife's grandmother passes away. Yeah. Now, she was in hospice, and we kind of had an idea that it was coming. It's just the timing. And so now, instead of coming back to Chicago, we're heading to Wheeling, West Virginia, actually just south of it, McMechan, West Virginia. Very small, tiny little town along the Ohio River. Yeah. Okay. I, I found something you would have loved. I went exploring in this rickety old haunted graveyard. No looking way. Looking the side of the hill. And I found a gravestone from a Civil War soldier who fought in the first... West Virginia Infantry. Okay. In the Civil War. And so I was like, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Let's look up all about it on Wikipedia. And it turns out, not only is this the regiment that was formed by the people of Virginia who wanted to break away because they didn't want to secede from the Union. Okay. So this is how West Virginia becomes West Virginia, is that in Wheeling, West Virginia, I read all about this. I, I, I always loved the Civil War, so and this, this slipped this by me. So this is how you got West Virginia? This is how you get West Virginia and Virginia. I never knew it had to do with the Civil they War. They decide they don't want to secede. And so this, this section in the Wheeling Conference of 1861 decides they're not seceding. So they form this regiment. And this regiment fights the first battle of the Civil War to drive those that seceded who were Virginians out of that section. That is so cool. And it's the first, it's actually a skirmish at the time. Now it's recognized by some as the first battle of the Civil War. This guy, I'm standing next to his gravestone. I'm like, this guy was in the first battle of the Civil War. As I'm reading it off, as I'm reading it off my hand computer. I imagine what he would have thought of me at that moment. There's no telling. Yeah, he would have been like, what the heck is going on here? Definitely sounded like that, I guarantee. Uh, This episode of the EP Podcast is brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. While I was on my trip, they sent me all kinds of cool things that they're doing. Uh, 4.5% APY on an 11-month CD. That's some great interest you're earning. On a 17-month CD, 4.25%. Found that interesting. You keep it in there longer, it's not as high. I know. I wonder if they think something's going to change the big banks. If all Don't the ask banks me. are thinking I'm something's going right to change, that's interesting to me. Okay, but both of those rates are incredible. And then say goodbye to overdraft fees. As part of the Wind Trust community of banks, effective immediately, the first National Bank of Evergreen Park has eliminated all overdraft fees and return item fees on all deposit accounts. Forever. Forever? 
Forever. It says for good. I no put forever. No overdraft fees? No overdraft fees. What? Where was this when I was in college? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You get a $300 bonus when you open up a checking account. You get free ATMs nationwide, and they don't charge you a fee for an overdraft. That's amazing. Meanwhile, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, and I'm going to call them out by name. I went, Well, I'm not going to call them out by name. I went to the, one of the big banks here in America. You can guess which one I'm talking about. Where I still have like a- the bank an, in America? I have an account in it, and I went to go close the thing. And the guy's like, and it took forever to get somebody to talk to me. You're, yeah, I remember that. And then when I, no, just now, just oh, a couple oh, days ago, I had, I had a leftover account that was sitting over there ah. and I went to, and I would close it so I could pay. It was like extra money. It was sitting in it. And I was like, well, when we take the vacation, this is paying for it. And I'm closing that account. Okay. So I went to go do it. And the guy transferred it for me. And I got an alert today that they, not only is the account still open, but somehow he transferred three cents more than what I had in the <gasps> account. And now they're trying to charge me a fee over there on the way out the door. No. And I laughed, Hannah. I laughed. You I was laughed. like, I'm never. They call me a bank robber. I'm never giving them their three cents to whatever their fee is. He did it. I actually have the he, receipt from him. I'm like, I'm not even responding to this email. I deleted it. What? I don't have these problems what? with the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, and neither will you. Get over there to 95th and Pulaski, that iconic building, uh, and, and check them out. Go in and say hi. Uh, tell them the EP podcast sent you. Okay. We have a guest on today. That's been on before, but it's going to be a little different. This would have been on last week's show, but it was the first ever video interview in the history of the EP podcast, part of the EP podcast revival. I went back over to the barn at Sexton Park and did an interview amongst the animals. Yep. Okay. And that interview is coming up later on in this show. And then on the YouTube channel, you will also find this week the entire video so you can watch it. So we can, we're going to start incorporating a little video. I can't wait to see the, the little animals. Podcast. So that should be an awful lot of fun. Uh, how's the dating life? We haven't jumped into it in a while. Yeah, uh, it's been I a while. You, you had found a guy you liked. You brought me out to meet him. Now I get back from my vacation. You dumped him. Yeah, I dumped him a few weeks ago. You were all into this, dude. Yeah, he was, it just didn't work out. You are a fickle, fickle woman. I'm a fickle woman, but I will say I have met someone amazing. All right, you got a dude now? Too good to be true. Right. He is just amazing, but... There's going to be something we're, we're wrong gonna, with him. We're going to save, you know, we'll we'll save that one for later. Okay. If it becomes serious, you got to share him with yeah. everybody. Yeah, yeah. All right. But for now, he's amazing. All right. Now, let us let me tell you a story about a few weeks ago before I met this amazing, amazing man. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> Let's tell you about one of the rejects. Let me tell you about a reject. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and it's now time for Dating with Hannah. Actually, before you get into this, the day this episode comes out, Monday, April 24th, get over to Culver's, 95th and Kedzie, right off of the intersection there. Dine in, carry out. There is a percentage that is going to the Evergreen Park Public Library, the Library Foundation having a fundraiser at Culver's only on Monday the 24th. Now, they suggest you show the ad found in the library newsletter that gets sent out to everybody's house or online at their website. But I have it on good authority. If you mention the Evergreen Park Public Library or the Library Foundation, a percentage of the proceeds will go to benefit the Library Foundation's fundraiser. Once again, only the date this episode comes out, Monday, April 24th, over at Culver's in Evergreen Park. Go ahead with the story. Met this fella. Few years younger than me, but that's all right. I can I can take that. Yeah. Um. I said, you want to go to dinner? It's like a yeah, horse thief hollow. Let's go out there. He had never been to it. So you took him the to horse thief. So he lived in Hickory Hills. So he's like, I hope you don't mind. I'm taking an Uber because I don't know how much I'm going to drink. 
I was like, I don't care how you get there. Don't right. bother me. Right. Nobody gives a crap, buddy. You're going on a date. Going on a date. So we went there. It's, we like, had it's like he's asking his mother permission or something like that. It's like, you know, we had dinner. We had some beers and, you know, ended early. It was a nice night outside. And he's like, what oh. were your impressions of him? He was nice. He was okay. okay. He was friendly. All right. You know, friendly. All you right. know, we same taste in music. At the time, I know you called him a reject. Did you like him? I mean, I just met him. I, 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 it takes time to all decide right. if you all like right. somebody. All right. All right. But, you was know, he cute? Yeah. All right. He was cute. All right. Keep going. So dinner ended and he's like, you want to go? Um, this is place went it's a bar out in uh, Oakland. He's like, you want to go out there? He's getting you closer to where he lives. Yes. Good so, move. Um, this is what I would be doing if I were him. So, you know, he's got in my car. Drove over there, had a couple of beers, and he's like, all right, so he's like, you know, it's time for me to call my Uber. I said, no, wait a minute. It's like, we're in Oak Lawn. You live in Hickory Hills. It's like, I can drive you to your house. Oh, if I were this guy at this moment, I'd be like, Jack. I can, I can drive no, you to your house. I can yeah, drop oh, you off at home. Hold on a second, Hannah. Hold what? on a second. Oh, no. As a single man. As a single when man. When I was a single man. I'm not a single man now. But when I was a single man, my goal would have been Back a, in my day. let's keep moving closer to my place because it's going to, it might be uh-huh. easier. And B, when you sat there and said, I'll drive you, I guarantee you in the back of his head, he's like, is this going to happen? I guarantee you that's what See, went through me, his head. I'm just trying to be nice. Well, you're a tease because I would have been like, she's driving me home. I was just being okay, friendly. All right. All right. Here's the thing. All it would have been at this point uh-huh. is me going, is this going to happen? Right. I'm just thinking, is this going to happen? Okay. I don't know if it's going to happen, uh-huh. but I'm trying to formulate what line gets you from the car to my door. So keep going. Okay. So he gives me directions. We're driving. Pull up to this really nice two-story house. Right. You know, real nice neighborhood. Get out of the car. And he's been talking about his dog all night. Show me pictures of his dog. He's like, you want to come meet the dog? I was like, yeah, I want to meet the dog. That was a good play. That was like, I want to meet the dog. Girls love dogs. Girls love dogs. Dog gets you from the car. Dog's to the house. Man. Now, just so you understand where I'm coming from, the first real date I went on with my wife, because I met her one night at like a, a bar and I got her to come back to like an after hours party at my place. She left, of course, with her friends. But like that was the first time we met. Then she asked me out on a date and she drove. OK. Now, when she drove me to the front door, I figured I was just getting out of the car. But she got out of the car and left her cousin and the guy that she was dating that night. Because it was a double date. Okay. In the car and started walking up two flights of stairs of my apartment building with me. As she was walking up the stairs, I was like. She's walking you to your door. I'm getting walked to the door. I've never. I walk girls to the door. She is walking I have never had a girl walk me to the door, right? (laughs) So I knew when I got up there, I was getting a kiss, right? Now, if there was nobody else in the car and she would have walked me to the door, I would have thought I could get anything at this moment. I'd be like, this is a fast girl. That's what I thought. I would have thought, fast girl, walking me to the door to my place, I would have thought, the sky's the limit tonight with this one, okay, on yep. date number one. That's what. That's where my mind okay. would have gone, okay? So you, you offer him the ride. Yes. Go to the, to the house yes. and then fall for the come and see my dog inside yes. my home. Yes. All right. I just want to make sure everybody understands what's going on here. Keep going. We get to the door. He's getting his keys out of his pocket. And he says, we need to keep it down. Don't want to wake up my mom. (laughs) (laughs) He's 34 years old and and legitimately lives in the bedroom in the basement of his mom's house. And it's over. And it was (laughs) over. Now, are you... 
Will it you ad- was over. Will you admit that as an adult, was- mature woman who's been married and has had relationships and has at times gone to some guy's place, will you admit that it, up until that moment, if like there could have been the notion, he thought... He was going to sneak you past his mother's room, and then the sky was a limit straight what to the moon. What the hell? That's what he thought. <laughs> I was like, I... You gotta... Re- <laughs> you, like, on one hand, you gotta respect the nerve on this guy, right? But just, he's like, gotta be quiet, I want to wake up my mom. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, that was the end of it there, huh, right? Did you go in and pet the dog? Uh, I went in and I pet the dog and I was like, you know what? It's like, I'm not comfortable being here if your mom's here and she's asleep. So I'm going to go. Oh, man. And yes, <laughs> 34 and lives with his mom. Did he reach out after? In the basement. Yeah. Did, he you, was just, like, did you just not he's respond? Like, he's like, I want to see you again. I want to see you again. I'm like, I ghosted him. Oh, man. <laughs> EP podcast is out because it's beautiful. And uh, I wanted to actually show everybody the barn at uh, James J. Sexton Park. And Mary Kay Nielsen has been on the show before. And she said, sure, come on by. I'll stand around and uh, and show you everything that's over here. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? Good. It, it's a different different scene than sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. I had to put on special shoes. I had to avoid poop. You can't avoid the poop. If you, if you get to go into the pens, and I don't know if you let everybody do what I just got to go do, the amount of poop that I've stepped in is incredible. It's all good poop, though. It's good poop? It's good poop. You can use that poop for a lot of things. 120 days out is great for your garden. <laughs> Who's getting poop? There's a, there's a lot of poop on my shoes. I got goat poop, I believe. Uh, there's uh, some chicken are... poop. I, I, I mean, like, seriously. I, I got to go inside, and the first thing we talked about last time that I was on was the... Uh, the eggs, the fresh eggs that you have. And I got to walk in there and see, and it's, I mean, the, all the chickens are walking along and they're, they're the, and, and you look inside their little areas and there's fresh eggs that they've just laid. It's crazy to me. Yeah, and if you had touched some of them, you would have seen if they're warm. Yeah. Because, you know, a chicken's body temperature is 106 degrees. So when they actually lay them, they're, they're beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, they're so nice. And my students used to pick them up and go, Mrs. Nielsen, Mrs. Nielsen, we got a warm egg. And they, they you know, instinctively, you hold it to your face and you go like, oh, and then you go like, Oh, it came out of a butt. <laughs> so yeah, they're really nice when they're fresh and yeah, warm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought what was interesting is that you're showing me the some of the different chickens and you're like, this one's this color. And because it's this color and this type of chicken, it lays a specific colored egg. And I never got that. I thought that the egg color was like random, but different breeds do different colored eggshells. Right. So we've got an olive egg, so it's an olive egg green. We've got two Americanas. One lays a very green egg. One lays a very kind of blue. Bluish egg. We got the Mystic, uh, Misty Moran, uh, French Moran, which is a big brown chocolate brown egg that's just delicious. I mean, it looks like a, an Easter egg, like a chocolate Easter egg. Yeah. You know, I mean, so yeah, depending on, and I mean, there's all different colors. You know, you can get pink eggs, you can get, you know, the light brown. So, you what are they everything. giving me in stores? Because they all look like they're white. And <laughs> well, then, then you get brown ones, you okay. think that you're being exotic. So, no, what is going on so, here? So, your white ones are your Italian leghorns. Okay. Okay. That Remember, we talked about that? Yeah. Uh, well, I can't think of his leghorn. Uh, foghorn. Foghorn leghorn. Yes. Yeah. So, those are the white. Okay, and then the browns are all, most of these other chickens lay browns, like the, the buffs and all of that, they'll just lay a light brown. And, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. 
people think people think the brown is more organic. It's not. Just a different type of chicken. Different type of chicken. That's right. all it is. I'm surprised that nobody's like putting out the green eggs. Like I mean, like are the you pink can. ones. You really? can. Really? Oh, stores? yeah. There's this. Um, I don't know what brand it is. My husband brought it home because of course he wants to show me. And he, he got, got excited. He was like, got, "Look, I found like, colored eggs too. You think you're so special? <laughs> coming home, coming over in the barn. I found these at the store. <laughs> these cost me ten bucks. But look, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And he had the uh, the green. I think it was the green and the dark brown or something like that. But right. it came in a dark, dark blue package. I don't know where he found it, but he was excited when he found it and brought it home. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, so we have uh, two horses in the background. They're they're moving about. They're probably slightly in the camera. But uh, um, tell me about these two because uh, one of them walked up and you were like, oh, likes to be pet. <laughs> and I put my hand out and touched its nose and it just made a noise. It was like, not this guy. And just walked away. So uh, horses don't dig me. That's oh, for sure. Oh, no, 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 no. Willie, Willie is the paint. He's okay. the one that walked up to you. He's 26 years old. He's our farrier's um, father's horse. He used to ride around in rodeos and they would shoot off of, they would shoot balloons. So he was, it was a timed event. Right. And he was a winner. So. He was, he was a great This horse, horse would put up with somebody firing weapons. Off of him, jumping right, over but fire. Me, it's like, no. Well, you didn't have a treat, man. You didn't, you, you didn't smell like the rest of us. I guess so. You don't so. smell as good as well, we Well, after I walk around in the poop, I will. That's uh, that's that's the key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, people are going to come out here, I would think, more often now that it's warm. Yeah. And and they're gonna they're going to they're gonna want to experience the barn. Um, what, what what do they get to do when they come out here? Okay, because I like I feel like I might have gotten a little bit of a VIP yeah. there. I, you don't no. let all, all the people into the chicken coop, do you? No, no. Uh, sometimes if you know, depending on how many people are here, or stuff right. like that. Um, yesterday, a, a couple came with their grandkids from Oak Lawn, and I hadn't given the chickens their their. Um, Salad mix. I have a salad mix at home that I was kind of going a little bit. I have bad. one too. I'm on a diet right well, now. Well, and, yeah. and so mine was like, yeah, I didn't want to quite eat it, so I brought it here for the girls. And so we went in there and we fed them. And you know, a lot of times if I've got like a mom or a dad, or the other day I had an aunt and and two of her nephews, and they helped me collect eggs, and then I sent them home with a dozen eggs. Yeah, so. I think you just gave away a secret. Yeah, I know. <laughs> come on, an, come on, an off hour. Come when like it's like middle of the week and nobody's showing up yeah, at the barn, and yeah. you may you and, may get to do something I, cool. Right. I mean, we. We really try to make sure that everybody gets up close to the horses you know if the barn is open um, you're coming into the stalls you're you know you can come into the horses stalls or the hay room you can come into Ariel stall and the goats and see them up close you can walk into the back and we'll try to put the roosters away <laughs> the roosters are, the roosters great. are very I, think I, I, I learned something really interesting about this barn here at uh, James J Sexton Park the the roosters they will make noises when the ambulances go by. They hear the ambulance and then they're trying to mimic it and they all go nuts and you're you're not that far away from Little Company oh, of Mary yeah. so that must happen all the time. Right, or going up the, you know, emergency vehicles are always going up right. towards West. Do they do it with the train too that so, goes by? No, 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 no. It's mostly, it's just mostly the, the sirens or if somebody goes back they want to show off and they want to, you know, they're strutting their stuff. They're guys. Yeah, well that was the other they're interesting like, thing. Check, check out me, yeah. Yeah, you, you, when I walked in you're like, we're not going to have all three of them out here so we're going to put two of them in a pen and then all, th and then the, the other two were ticked that they got put in the pen, and the other guy gets to hang around. So you can see the personality. Yeah. Those were the, those are the most personable things. <laughs> the, the, those are my, those are my spirit animals. Okay, the roosters are my spirit animals. They're walking around, they're making noise, yeah, they got something to say. Yeah. You don't pay attention to them, they get louder. Like that, 
<laughs> Those are my guys. Those are my guys right Those there. Those are guys. Yeah, we love them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you come in, you see the animals. The grounds are big. Yeah. You got a lot of area around here. What do people tend to t- typically do? How, how often do you, like you see people come in here. How long do they normally stay? How much is there for them to, to see and well, do? Well, a lot of times if they're talking, you know, I always try to talk to people, you know, and I ask all my, my volunteers and all that to talk to people. So we walk out there and we talk about the chickens and we'll explain the same thing about the eggs or, you know, they might have questions about us or we explain like the history of turkey who was an ex-harness racer and then became a brood mare and you know what exactly happens to an animal when she's on the racetrack and then as a brood mare it's, it's not a nice life yeah you know it's it's a it's she's she she is not she's here. happy now is what she you're telling she is me. happier yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm right. not so sure she'll ever be a really happy happy but this girl. horse used to be a racehorse she is a racehorse wow. and she was a winner so her dad was a camp- winner too oh winner so she was only race enough to secure a good amount of money yeah okay and then she can make more money as a broodmare right okay right so she's she's a girl she can so you can have a pregnancy is 340 days she was having one after another i'm sorry a pregnancy for a horse is 340 days Uh uh-huh Wow, and she was having them. She got. She must get moody on month eleven. She she was having babies year after year after year, so they were giving her basically twenty five days of rest. Wow, and then impregnating yeah. her again, yeah. and so she just. It's a rough she life. Was, it was a, a really rough, rough life. life. It was a very well. Now I feel now I feel bad for that horse. So that one's the one that annoys me, and that one I feel bad for. Okay. Hey. Oh, we love her. We I, love we love Turkey. Right. We love Turkey. We okay. love Willie. Yeah. You know they're our babies, awesome. <laughs> and we love Minnie. Our little Minnie. <laughs> Any horse Ariel back there. You maybe can't see her, but she's back there. She's back there. She's, she's back, back there. there. All right. Uh, so uh, this is open when again? I know you've said it on the okay, show before, so we, but give everybody yeah. the details. So, so things have a little bit changed a little oh, bit. Okay. So um, set weekends, Saturday and Sunday, 11 to 5. Come on in. We start our day at 7. Yeah. Okay. And if the doors are open, you can stand there and watch because a lot of people like to watch the horses being groomed. Yeah. Especially picking the horse's hooves and everything. It's it's something to see. I remember doing it the first some time. Some people <laughs> Some people go to baseball games and some people stand around and watch somebody pick mud and poop no, out of a horse's you know, heels. It's I'm, yeah. I'm, well, someday you're going to have to come because I'm going to tell you it's I'm, a work it's a workout. I'm not helping. It's a workout. <laughs> okay, I'm not helping. Um so yeah, so the, if you come by and the, the doors are open and you just want to peek in more thank you, thank you. We'd love to have you. Um, so from 11 to 5, I have some, the barn is staffed. There's, on Sundays you'll find me, not on Saturdays. They try to have a day off. Right. Um, but, you know, you then we walk through, talk to us. We'd love to have you. Um, our hours of operation, or open hours of operation, I should say, have changed a little bit. So from 3 to 5, the barn is open in the weekdays. Um, but please, I mean, you can walk all the way around. You can see the horses when they're in the pasture. If you walk down the driveway, you can see the chickens. If you stand here, you can pretty much see everybody. And if you knock on the door and you see the red car truck packed out there, you know I'm going to answer the door and That's walk awesome. you in. That's really cool. The driving <laughs> range is over here. Yeah. James J. Sexton uh, Park used to be 50-acre park. Uh, before I let you go, uh, last time you were down at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, mm. yes. I was preparing for a trip to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. And I mentioned this to you as you were walking out. And then you start like texting me things about like oh, bourbon. bourbon yeah. And I was like, You're such a bourbon the fan. The artisan, yes, it's you gotta go to I love this. And I was like, I was like, she's a bourbon fan. Oh, so before I let you makes go, me happy. 
what what's currently uh, what's currently on the shelf at the house? What do, what do you got? What do you what do you what are you liking right now? Jefferson. Jefferson. I sent you to the our, yeah. our, All right, you're gonna go in there. The ocean stuff. The ocean is good. Yeah. But get the reserve. Get the reserve. Get the reserve now. And and when we went, the ocean stuff's crazy because they put it on a boat and they age it as the ship moves around. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Forty-four. I, I made sure ports. I tried everything when I was 44, down there. Yeah. Forty-four ports. Yeah. Um. But no. So the reserve. What the first time we got it, it was eighty dollars. And then my son lives down there, so we we were just down there, and, and of course because we drank it. My husband was giving it away at the black party. You know, I'm like. <laughs> away my stuff <laughs> so it was a 12 drinks of christmas he was giving it to everybody so we went down and bought another bottle it's 100 now but i'm going to tell you it's worth it all right well here so i'll good. give you a tip and then we'll get out okay. of here okay whiskey thief it it's not on shelves you have to go to kentucky and get it it's on a farm just like this you drive in between the horses and the cows it's a working farm and they got a big barn in the back and it's just like a distillery like they would like be distilling okay. if they were making moonshine a hundred okay. years ago but it's a full distillery and they draw every bottle direct from the barrel without like watering Ooh. it down and put it into a bottle Where for you. Where were you last weekend when I was down in Kentucky? I didn't know you were down there. <laughs> oh, I texted you next, my tips. The next time we see Mary Kay, we will be in Kentucky. Maybe. Who knows? All right. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> thank you so much for having me visit. Heaven, thank you. <laughs> Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. So the end of this vacation, Erica's grandma passes away. I now have to, instead of driving two days from Clearwater Beach, Florida, back to Chicago, have to divert. And the problem is Erica's stepmom is upset that she can't make it because she hasn't been feeling very well lately. So she's in Hilton Head and there's all this family drama like it's like you know yeah. she wants to go she's like you know can i'm gonna go anyway and and erica's dad's already there and wheeling and he's like she shouldn't come it's not good for it and i kind of like i came up i solved it i'll never get credit for this because i'm the son-in-law right of course like, i am cast like i am not ever going to get credit for this but i came up with the idea of it's pretty much the same amount of hours if we drive up the coast to hilton head south carolina and then on day two, drive Hilton Head, South Carolina to Wheeling, West Virginia. Okay. And I was like, it's a little bit longer. It's like 10 hours on day two, but it's six hours on the first day. And, you know, we'll stay at her place. She can see her grandkids. She hasn't seen them in a long time because of where they live. Right. And that will calm her down that she's not going to the funeral. Okay. So I drive there. The six hour trip to Hilton Head turns into eight, more than eight. The driver's were the worst. It was the end of spring break and it was all the New York plates, the New Jersey plates. What are they doing that the was DC so bad? Plates. Just, just They're brake checking each other constantly. 
They're all driving on each other's bumpers. Okay. Everything is like driving down the Long Island Expressway. They don't know how else to drive. They're just mean. They just they're 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 cutting each other off and they're driving into the emergency lanes and they're try they're purposely swerving at each other. Oh, there's geez. middle fingers everywhere. It's the angriest group of people you've ever driven with in your life. On no other road on the way down or on the way back, except for I-95, when I was with the people from New York and New Jersey and Massachusetts and the eastern part of North Carolina. That was the worst place to be. If you could take the first 25 to 50 miles of this country between the Atlantic Ocean going inland, about 50 miles, and just drop it into the ocean, sure, there would be a horrific loss of life. <laughs> and it would be sad. I mean, it would be sad to watch on television. It would be sad. But this world would be so much better. Like, imagine this country if you could just erase those people that are running along yeah. the coast of this country. Because they were just the worst human beings. The second problem was the city of Jacksonville, Florida. Really? Jacksonville, Florida is home to the dumbest people I've ever encountered in my life. And remember... I was on my way to West Virginia for a funeral, and this is the dumbest area of the country I've ever been in. Jacksonville? Oh, yeah. Every encounter I had when we did our rest, our pit stop there, where we were getting some food and getting some gas, everybody I spoke to was just some slow-speaking Neanderthal idiot that just, I every time I would say something, the, the words that came back made no sense. Perfect example. I walk into a Wendy's. Okay. And I walk into a Wendy's and one of the fine citizens of suburban Jacksonville is standing there at the counter and she is ordering her food. And every time she orders it, she wants them to turn the screen around so she can double check they entered it correctly oh at the God. counter. Now, I would have gone through the drive-thru, but the drive-thru is stretched forever. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, we're only the next person after her. And we all had to hit a bathroom break anyway. So no worries. It'll be fine. She gets the end of her order and her credit card won't work. <laughs> of course. So now she goes and walks out. So I look at the girl at the counter who's got another machine sitting right next to her. And I go, so what, what happens now? And she goes, well, she has to go find some money. And I go, and what happens to us? Y'all well, just have to sit there and wait for her to count to pennies? And I said, you can't ring me on that machine? And she's like, no, I can only use one machine at a time. I said, well, then delete her order. Make her reorder. I can see her out the window. She's walking down the block. I don't even know if she's coming back. And she goes, sir, it's our policy that we'll wait for her. Oh, no. My head almost blew policy, off my neck. Policy, It was 40. I, I left there to go to the McDonald's. I was so angry about the whole thing. I walked into the McDonald's. There were two people trying to run an entire McDonald's because nobody showed up for work. Oh, God. <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida, and everything north of it to Maine. Drop it in the ocean and start over. Start over. Start over. If you've been injured at work, then you need someone who will fight for the care and compensation you deserve. The insurance companies will look out for themselves and their bottom lines, not you. I'm Matthew Coleman, partner and head of the work injury department at the law offices of Parenti and Norm. My team and I have the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to fight for your rights. Call or text me today at 312-641-5926 or visit us on the web at pninjurylaw.com. podcast word on the street brought to you by cool clouds vapor shop quitting smoking is hard and cool clouds 
wants to offer you an alternative. Full Taster Bar, great CBD products, new location, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. See all they have to offer at CoolCloudsVapor.com or stop in and see them at 3148 West 95th Street. I'm excited to see the full spring-summer program book for the rec department is out. It's all online. Everything's at evergreenpark-ill.com. It's got details on the parade and fireworks and summer concerts and all these different events they're going to be doing, plus something that we tried last year and I really enjoyed it for my kid, the full day day camp. Eight weeks of indoor and outdoor summer fun for Evergreen Park kids. Campers swim twice a week at the high school, take a weekly field trip, they enjoy daily activities. It's only for Evergreen Park residents. They're going to be kicking it off on Monday, May 12th, and they're running it this year out of the old Jacob's Well, 3450 on Maple. That's now an EP building. Get more details again, evergreenpark-ill.com. And the Farmer's Market officially returns on Thursday, May 4th, 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. each and every Thursday from then all the way into the fall. I'm planning on getting the EP podcast out there a couple of times this season. You find all kinds of great local small businesses like our friends at Sid Sauce. They grow the peppers in Evergreen Park. They bottle the hot sauces. They deliver them to your door. I discovered them at a market just like that. Check out all they have to offer at SidSauce.net. All right, listen, uh, we are going to do the live show uh, this past Thursday on 420. uh, But because we had uh, such an issue getting home, there was no way for me to set it up. So the goal now is to do it this upcoming Thursday. Follow social media. Hopefully I'll get the thing uh, launched. And the the plan is to hopefully get to where we're on video. I'm experimenting with stuff. Let's you would it. have a screen in front of you. Uh-huh. I would have a screen in front of me. The audio would run through with the microphones. People could watch it. I'm hoping through YouTube mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to set up. Okay. So you just be able to go to YouTube, watch a live stream on YouTube on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock for an hour for the EP podcast. So that's the hope to get to that point by Thursday. Okay. And then we'll take some of that for the show that comes out each and every Monday, but you'll be getting bonus material, essentially, if you watch the live show. Bonus. And I'm sorry for those who are waiting for it on Thursday night and then we're like, what happened? I apologize. A lot happened. When you're driving through the mountains in the rainstorm, did you know that you could overheat the entire computer that runs your car? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My Ford Explorer, I'm just going up and down. I'm using cruise control. I've got like it in four-wheel drive because it's pouring rain. You know, I'm going through these inclines, and all of a sudden, the whole thing lit up like a Christmas tree. And I got my 15-year-old Dominic sitting next to me. I'm like, grab that owner's manual. I got to figure out what's going on as we're driving. And and like I I flip it out of like uh, cruise control right away, and I start driving. And as we're taking these turns and we're going like, everybody's going like 75, 80 in the rain, going up and down these mountains and stuff like that. So you really can't slow down. You're going to get run over by a truck that's carrying trees behind it. It's going to be like that scene from Final Final Destination. Destination. Exactly. And I'm like, I got to keep moving here. This is what he says. He's reading and he goes, oh, oh, dad, this is what I figured out. It looks like all those things when I read this thing here, that happens when the onboard computer gets overheated from doing steep inclines and declines in heavy weather. And I was like, well, that's what we're going through right now. And I go, so what happens now? He goes, it says all the stuff that regulates going up and down the mountains and stops you from skidding doesn't work anymore. Oh, God. (laughs) And I looked at him very calmly. 
I should have had sunglasses at this moment where I could look over the top of them. So it would have been cooler. And I said, well, good thing I learned to drive in the 90s when we didn't have this crap. (laughs) And I made it. You made it. I made it. It paid off being old. We'll see you next week on the EP Podcast. (laughs) See ya. Live on Thursday night. See ya. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>